Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Happy Monday. Welcome into the Lombardi line presented by DraftKings alongside former NFL general manager Michael Lombardi. Stormy Bon and Tony with you also on the show over the course of the next two hours. We'll go behind the book with Thomas Gable, director of the race and sportsbook at the Borgata in Atlantic City. Also have our guy Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver, now NFL betting analyst here with us at VEASAN in hour two. Really excited for today's show. Wrapping up everything that took place on Saturday and Sunday in week 15 in the NFL. We've got Eagle Seahawks coming up tonight. And, and Michael, that one, I know we'll do a deep dive preview of that game a little bit later on in the show, but uh, some quarterback question marks tonight. We don't know who we're going to get just yet. Well, the line's all over the place, right? It went to three and then it was, you know, I thought it was trending to three because Gino was playing and then the report comes out that Hertz might, you know, has the Mm -hmm. flu and he's sick. Now the report's out that Hertz will play or try to play and Gino's not going to play which to me is kind of up and down. I think the line was moving during the week uh, pretty steady because I think somebody knew that, that Hertz had this, was sick. And it obviously is more than just a 24-hour flu. It's a little deeper than that. But, you know, with Seattle now, I was expecting Geno to play, Stormy. I was, I'm kind of like, oh, my God, he's not going to play tonight? I was fully expecting that, especially with so much money coming in on Seattle. I was figuring, like, okay, that has to happen. I mean, there's over, you know, I, I think on my board, which takes in everybody's account, not just DraftKings, it's only 14% of the money is in on Seattle. And yet the line moved to them all week long. Yeah, this groin injury has been lingering a lot longer than anybody could have anticipated. So the expectation is, at least right now, that it's going to be an uphill battle for Geno Smith to play. So be ready. I guess for Drew Locke to be in there and as you said Jalen Hurts expected to give it a try but this is an illness that he's been dealing with since Thursday it's apparently gotten progressively worse he even traveled separately from the team to go out there to Seattle this week so um, just things to keep in mind but again we'll get on we'll touch on that game a little bit later I want to reflect on some things that happened yesterday most notably like even if you thought the Bills were going to win yesterday, I don't know anybody <laughs> saw it being like that against Dallas. No, but I think, you know, let's continue the flu conversation. Jay Glazer reported on Sunday in his pregame show 
that the Cowboys had a bunch of players with the flu. And, you know, you kind of hear that and you're like, okay, I get it. It is cold and flu season, let's Mm -hmm. face it, right? I hope you got your flu shot, I got mine. (laughs) But anyway, I think to me, the way the Cowboys played and the way that the Bills ran the ball 49 times on them for over 260 yards was a little bit shocking. Like Dallas looked like they couldn't tackle. They had no quickness. You might say they had looked like they had the flu bug, and maybe perhaps they did. So I don't want to take anything away from what Buffalo did because Buffalo did something I didn't think they were capable of doing, which is run the ball down your throat. But I also think we got to be a little less hard on Dallas if, in fact, these you know the Glazer report is true, and it certainly looked true on the TV. I think this is where we as handicappers – we just don't know the health of a lot of players if they're up to par. You know, we just assume, well, he's going to go. Like Hurts tonight. He's going to try to go. Can I refresh your memory when Denver played Patrick Mahomes and he had the flu? What did that look like? Mm. Yeah, no question. And this is one of those games, too, um, where you talk about the run game being so successful. If you were to just look at the box score of this game and you see Josh Allen has seven completions, less than 100 yards, you're probably like, oh, God, it was one of those sign days for the Bills. Yeah, right. But no, it is. It's, it's signed me up because they were able to like rely on their defense. They ran the football. James Cook looked unbelievable. 25 okay. carries, 179 yards. Go on. Go on, Michael. What were you saying? No, I think he looked like like a back I've never seen before. Yeah. Like, you know, he looked like his brother when his brother was in his prime. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so for me, I was like, holy heck, what's this? And there here's the thing, too. I think sometimes some of these play callers, they get caught up in the fact that they get stuck when good plays work. They won't repeat plays. And I think really that that's the case. They repeated a bunch of plays and they were good at it. Maybe, just maybe, despite the Bills being maybe. on the outside looking in of the playoff picture right now, they are the most dangerous team in the And I know oh. we have San Francisco and we have the Ravens and we'll talk a lot about them too, but I would not want to play this Buffalo Bills team come playoff time. And we just got to see if they make the playoffs because they're still in the ninth spot right now. Yeah, come playoff time is the hard part. Okay, so let's go through this. I think they will make it, and I think there's really good value in Josh Allen as MVP. We Mm. talked about that last week, right? I mean, they got the Chargers this week, and I know they end the season down in Miami, which it may not mean anything. But let's just hypothetically say that the Kansas City Chiefs are the three seed, and this Buffalo team gets to the sixth seed, which which is quite possible, right? They could get to the sixth seed. I'd rather be the sixth seed, you know, if they get there, that we could get my we could get Kansas City, Miami in the wild card round. I mean, Kansas City, Buffalo in the wild card round. Like there's like I don't think you're going to be able to get ahead of Cleveland. Maybe they could get to five. Maybe they could. I doubt if they could. I don't think they're going to get to. They're going to win the division. I don't believe that. But the, that that being said, they've got a great opportunity to get in. And if they get to six and have to play Kansas City, or they get to five and have to play the winner of the South, they're dangerous now. They are dangerous. I want them in, too, Stormy, on the other part, because I don't want to have to watch MVP Mitch or Mason Rudolph. Like, I don't want to have to watch, the, you know, any the Indianapolis's defense. I think Cincinnati's a great story. I respect them. And Cleveland, what they've done is remarkable. Hats off to Kevin Stefanski, because for him to keep winning games with a completely backup offensive line 
is unbelievable. Yeah, on their fourth quarterback, and they somehow keep finding ways to do it. Joe Flacco off the couch, even with a three-interception game that included a pick six, they win, and he has another 300-yard game. That, that's been a fascinating story, I feel like, to follow. The Browns have been. But you mentioned Josh Allen, MVP. He's currently creeping up that odds board at 14-1. to Your guy, Brock Purdy, is an odds-on favorite now. Leapfrog's Dak Finally. Prescott. He and Lamar Jackson both behind him at plus 450. Hurts at 11-1. to Christian McCaffrey, the lone non-quarterback in the mix right now at 12 to 1 um, and we can get into that full conversation in a moment but I don't want to stray too far away from this this Bills Dallas game because we talk about the the illness potentially running through this team but also there is a very common theme here of the Cowboys struggling on the road they are 7 yes. and 0 at home they have been great um, averaging 18.2 more points per game in Jerry World than they are away from that building 3 and 4 on the road what has been the struggle for them away from their house well i think they get pushed around i mean last night they got pushed around i mean they were literally the kid that was going home from school and ran into the bully they got pushed around and they were supposed to be the bully they were supposed to be the tough team they were supposed to be the team that was willing to punch you in the mouth and they weren't Mm. i mean their defense has always been we've got to play from in front right what have I said all year about what McCarthy's been able to do? He's been able to play less defense. He's taken the pressure off them, right? But because they couldn't get the lead, they go into halftime down 21-3. to They have the ball. Buffalo does 35 minutes, and the Cowboys only have a 25. They played a game that they're not going to win, and they couldn't get control of the game because when you call 49 runs, when you're looking <laughs> at your play sheet calling 49 runs, the defense can't get control of the game. Because one of the things about running, why, why do I say all the time you have to throw to win, to score? Because even if you get four yards on first down, great. If you get four yards on second down, great. But all the defense has to do is make one play in three downs, and they're going to stop you. They're going to just – now you're punting. But yesterday in Buffalo, Buffalo only was in for third down nine times. So they only they were they were never they were playing Canadian football. They're just getting first downs and two downs running the ball. I mean, Josh Allen probably didn't have to shower. I mean, had he been at the at, at down at the Landover at FedEx Field, it would have been perfect. He could have just left the game without a shower. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, that's still my my favorite joke. I feel like of the entire season is they ran out of hot water because Ron <laughs> Rivera was using all of it up because he was in the hot water. Um, Dallas averaging nearly forty points per game at home compared to twenty one on the road. Huge game for them uh, in Miami coming up against the Dolphins next week where they are getting a point and a half. Um, meanwhile, let's go to that Jags Ravens game here for these last couple minutes. What? After the Ravens got embarrassed defensively last week, it took a a punt return touchdown in overtime for them to win. Massive rebound this week, only allow seven points. What is going on with this Jacksonville Jaguars team, though? What has happened to them in the recent weeks? I think they lack toughness, and I've said this all year. I don't think that everything's easy. When, When things become easy for you to throw the ball, right? When they, like, and I've said this all year, too. They have tried to run the football. Their number, I think they were 11th in the league. There was a time where they were 7th in the league in rushing attempts. They try to run the ball. They just can't. They have no ability to control the line of scrimmage with their offensive line. They can throw it, but again, they can't really run it. I mean, they're, tw- they're 14th in attempts. They're 26th in yards. They're 30th in yards per attempt. The game falls onto the quarterback's lap. And yesterday, I'm not sure Baltimore played good defensively. Mm. I mean, look, the, 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 the two missed field goals, right? You got Lawrence is going to run. At least they're going to get a field goal out of one drive, and he just 
coughs the ball up. And then the end of the first half, what was that, Stormy? What was that? I mean, like, seriously, we got to get points there. We're throwing the ball to the flat and letting it get t- – why didn't we spike it? We had 11 seconds. Yeah, no, plenty of questions. Also, like, um, what's his name? Magnus. Mag- I can't pr- – I just am struggling pronouncing their kicker's name right now. But he misses two field goals. Like, oh, yeah. nothing – it's just they were a really, really str- – struggle to watch and now you see three teams in that division all sitting eight and six after the Jags look like they'd locked it up not so not so fast anymore no now they got to go to Tampa which we know they play better on the road they come home against Carolina can't be a better situation for them then they have to go to Tennessee another they should win two of the three the Tampa game is going to be the hard one because Mm -hmm. Tampa went to Lambeau Field yesterday and all of a sudden you know Baker Mayfield changed into Bart Starr (laughs) I mean it was unbelievable on the hallowed ground the sacred one of the most sacred places Baker Mayfield throws four touchdowns I mean did the Packers they couldn't defend any pass First visiting quarterback in Lambeau Field to post a perfect passer rating ever. Uh, We got so much more to cover. We're just getting started here on the Lombardi line. Stick with us. I'm excited for some MVP conversation when we come back. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're getting set to host the family for the holidays or you're going over to somebody's house, Total Wine's the place to be. Lowest prices for over 30 years. You'll always find what you love and love what you find. Check out Total Wine and more. Please drink responsibly. It must be 21 or older. We are back here on the Lombardi line, breaking down all things week 15 in the National Football League. And so yesterday we saw um, a great performance from Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. We saw a dominant win from the San Francisco 49 against the Arizona Cardinals. Brock Purdy was tremendous. Christian McCaffrey was tremendous. Dak Prescott, granted, we talked about the Cowboys' illness, took a step back, had a rough loss to the Buffalo Bills, but Dak's MVP odds 
in turn have taken a hit. This picture for most valuable player is getting more and more interesting every single week. And these next few weeks are going to be so critical in that talk. So I'm curious, especially this coming week on Christmas, the Ravens, and 49ers, who both seem to be hitting their stride, have to go head-to-head one another. The top two favorites to win the award in Brock Purdy and Lamar Jackson going head-to-head against one another. What kind of an opportunity of a game is that going to be for either one of those guys? Oh, it's a great opportunity. And I think we know Lamar as a dog is always somebody you'd love to play. You don't love Lamar as a favorite as much as you love him as a dog. But And this will be an opportunity. Look, here... here I think the Mitchell injury affects Baltimore's offense. Mm. They'll bring Melvin Gordon up, and John Harbaugh said yesterday after the game he's ready to go. Okay, but he's also ready to fumble too, so you got to worry about that. His confidence in terms of protecting the football over the last couple seasons has been a little bit of a concern, and they need him. They need that back. I mean, to go along with Gus Rams, Gus Edwards, you know, where they're able to get yards. I, I think to me, we saw Justin Hill come in and he ran the football effectively. But here, I think, is the key point. The way Lamar plays and those loose plays he makes, you know, throwing the ball against his body, he throws a jump ball up to likely great play by likely saves him. But I don't know if you can do three games like that in a row, Stormy, and be able to win a playoff series. Like you got, you know, you're gonna get, you're gonna get in a situation where you just can't do that. Now, could you beat a team? Certainly, and I think the teams. If you look at the AFC, right, Baltimore's a really good team. Miami's defense played much better yesterday. What were the Jets doing? We'll talk about that later. But then, you know, I mean, like Baltimore and Kansas City and Buffalo are the three best. And if Buffalo doesn't make it, then this is your opportunity to get where you need to go. Two one seeds going head to head. The spread for that game, uh, 49ers lay in five in that spot, hosting the Ravens. Wow. I, I'm, I'm interested to get Thomas Gable's perspective on that game. Maybe what this spread would be on, on a neutral field. It's going to be a great game. I'm really looking forward to it. But you mentioned the Keaton Mitchell injury, season ending left knee issue for him. So he is done, which I mean, so unfortunate. He was really starting to hit his stride and develop. And yeah. um, I know that's somebody they were really, really excited about. But to go back to the MVP of it all and, and the price wise, Brock Purdy now minus 190 to win the MVP. And it was weird listening to the broadcast last night and hearing Collinsworth and, and Tariko's conversation around MVP. For Collinsworth, he was saying that his MVPs were Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson right now. And Brock Purdy, well, you can make an argument for multiple MVPs if you're just looking at the San Francisco 49ers because of what Christian McCaffrey has done and because of what Debo Samuel has done. But for me, I just like, I look at the numbers and I think that there's value in being first in the National Football League as a quarterback in 95% of the statistical categories. Like, I think that that's something worthwhile for a guy, no? I, I, I agree completely. Like, what more do you want the guy to do? You know, when Nick Mullen was operating out there, we didn't have these numbers. I mean, even with Garoppolo, who won a lot of games, didn't have these numbers. Like, what more does the guy have to do, right? (laughs) Like, what more does he have to do? I mean, the guy is averaging 9.9 yards per every time he touches the ball. He gets blitzed off the right side. He throws the ball to Kittle. Boom, bang, in there. I mean, the confidence that Kyle has in him is remarkable. Like, this guy's good. I know he was Mr. Irrelevant. I know he went in the seventh round. But look, he's good. Bailey Zappi went in the fourth round. He's not good. Mac Jones went in the first round. He's not good. Justin Fields went in the first round. In spite of what everybody thinks, you can't win a game with Justin Fields. Fourth quarter, meltdowns continuously. Mm. 
continuously. You can you can pretend, you can keep pretending, but the ATS splits and the straight up splits with Justin, you can't deny them. They can't deny them. This kid makes plays when it's important. Look, all of a sudden, you know, you're going to go and tell me. I mean, Mahomes, I watched Mahomes yesterday. He throws one pick that really wasn't on him. It was Tony intercepted. The other pick was on him. Look, he's not getting protected. We got that, right? His offensive line isn't anywhere near it was as good last year. His receiving group isn't near as good as it was last year. He's helping them go. But their defense is what makes it. That's a close game. That's a close game if Bailey Zappi doesn't turn the ball over and to start the third quarter. Okay, I feel like I'm like the dog in up right now. Squirrel, that I just have eight different directions that I want to go. Um, one, just a quick follow-up on Kadarius Tony. Should we just healthy scratch him? Can Andy Reid just healthy scratch him for a couple games? Send a message because yeah. this guy is a liability out there. Patrick Mahomes, you look at his face. How frustrated is this guy after he does anything? I, I mean, really, seriously, I don't know how you keep playing him because, you know, I, it's one thing to have talent, right? And, and the kid has great talent. I don't know if the kid ever really loves football. I think he might be cursed with talent. Like, so we used to have this thing in scouting where if you had cons- inconsistent hands, you would argue about hands in a draft meeting, right? This guy's got good hands. He's got bad hands, right? Well, they're inconsistent. So if I gave him a four and you gave him a six, we were both saying they're inconsistent. The four grade says he's not going to overcome them. The sixth grade says he will. The one thing he doesn't have is good hands, right? They're inconsistent. This kid's always a four, like he never consistently catches the ball. And at some point you get tired of throwing him the ball. I agree with you, but they don't have anybody else. Well, they yeah. need his playmaking. They want to get the ball in his hands. The problem is it's hard to get in his hands unless they hand it off to him. <laughs> and I get it. They don't want to give up on the guy. He made some amazing plays in the Super Bowl last year when they needed it. Right. So, but yeah, to your point, they don't have a whole lot of other options in that, in that area. It's just, it's crazy. Cause we were talking about the playoff picture and how, if you face the bills in the playoffs, that's a team that you're scared of the Kansas City Chiefs are a team like I don't think people are scared of right now despite having Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Spags leading the defense like I still just I don't think that you're afraid of that team now to wrap up the MVP conversation I just want to do make sure that I get the people at home some of what these numbers are for my guy Brock Purdy because I feel like the need to defend him constantly but he leads the (laughs) league in passer rating QBR passing touchdowns touchdown interception ratio touchdown per attempt yards per attempt um air yards per attempt as well by the way because i know people like to say that everything is yak um yards per completion tied for the most wins which is the most important stat of all and then he is second in the league in passing yards and completion percentage so i asked three general managers in the league this week i said would you if you had brock purdy would you trade for fields for Purdy. And then that, that wasn't even a question. Would you trade Tua for Purdy? That wasn't a question either. Like, literally, the people in the league see it. The people outside that do the voting, I mean, they want to do everything in their power to not give this guy the thing. Mm. For some reason, because he got drafted where he got drafted, he's being penalized. And why can't we just evaluate how he plays? Because if another quarterback goes into San Francisco, no matter how good the skill is around them, it won't matter. It won't matter. He's accurate. He's got great timing. He makes plays. He's competitive. The team loves him. Look, I, I look, I, 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 I'm a prisoner of the draft. I love the draft. But here's what I do know. I was trained by Bill Walsh to believe what we see, forget about where they were picked. And that's what I'm doing with this kid.
Yeah. Uh, he probably didn't help his case when he was asked about if Christian McCaffrey should be the MVP. And he said, absolutely. Um, what and, do they want him to say? I yeah. mean, like, he's no, no, I think I should get it. And then, then we're over here yelling about how selfish he is. <laughs> like, that's how bad these questions are. Like, you ask him that. It was him, such, it was such a leading question. It was such a leading question. So bad. What do you think the answer? Oh, no, I, I deserve it. You know, I'm, you know, I mean, look, this kid's a great leader. He loves him. I mean, of course he's going to say that. Oh. Ask Kyle Shanahan what life would be like without him. I mean, think about how fortunate your franchise is to go from Trey Lance and you give up all those assets to find somebody in the seventh round and credit them for not only doing the homework on them, but but picking them and not sit there saying, well, we have a quarterback. We don't need them. No, they picked them and then they had the courage to play them. Yep. Yeah, they they didn't say, okay, just because we drafted this guy number three overall and traded all these assets, we're not going to force ourselves to continue to try to make this guy work when he's not working and we have a guy that can run this offense to perfection. He has made too many tight window throws. He has dropped the bread in the basket too perfectly too many times in big moments to ignore, in my opinion, with Brock Purdy. But I will give some credit where credit is due to Christian McCaffrey, obviously an incredible player. He has oh. three touchdowns yesterday, over 1,200 yards right now, 20 total total touchdown second only to Jerry Rice in franchise history could go over that record of 23 for the franchise this year. He has now overtaken Tyree kill as an odds on favorite for offensive player of the year. Minus 150 right now for him. Hill plus 105. Um, so obviously stormy. Think about this McCaffrey when he didn't have a quarterback, he couldn't even be in this conversation. Hmm. They, it's a, what's the word? It's a symbiotic relationship, right? Like they need each other in order for exactly. everything to work. Uh, 45, 29, the final there. San Francisco covers any number. Reached its peak at 13 and a half. Total goes over 48 and a half. We're going to step aside when we come back. Talk to our guy, Thomas Gable, director of the race and sportsbook at the Borgata in Atlantic City. Go behind the counter with our guy, TG. We'll be right back. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want to check out VEASAN's betting splits but don't have a VEASAN Pro subscription yet? No problem. This week only, we are giving everybody access to the betting splits page for free. The VEASAN betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match that public opinion. You can check out not just today's action but future events as well. Get free access to VEASAN's betting splits all week long at VEASAN.com slash splits. That's V-S-I-N.com slash splits Michael Lombardi and Stormy Bonantoni with you back here live on the Lombardi line on VEASAN the sports betting network as we welcome in Thomas Gable director of the race and sports book at the Borgata out there in Atlantic City and there were a lot of favorites that came through yesterday nine three and three even covering some big numbers this week TG which usually is bad for the books when the public's cashing in on all these favorites but everywhere is different so how did you guys play out? A rough day for us, rough weekend for us overall. wasn't wasn't a good one, but uh, we we uh, we've still Monday night football to go tonight, and then uh, obviously another busy week upcoming with um, games on uh, Thursday and Saturday and Sunday. So it's it's going to be fun, and obviously Christmas Day. So uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a new week, and um, but yeah, normally as you said, when the favorites uh, hit the way that they did this past week. Uh, it's good for the betters, and that and that was the case. Um, you know, yesterday I think 
the big one for us, uh, the big loser for us, at least from our side, was the uh, the Saints and Giants. A lot of Saints money came in uh, yesterday morning, and obviously uh, New Orleans didn't have uh, too much of an issue there dispatching uh Tommy DeVito and the Giants and uh, DeVito, he got sacked so many times yesterday. Just obviously had to uh, leave the game at one point after that one hit. Um, uh, the uh, the other New York team, though, that was actually a, a good game, good result for us with uh, the Jets and the Dolphins there. Um, Dolphins uh, easily covering all numbers there, even though um, you saw them get down uh to go off as a seven-point favorite only from where they opened as a 12-point favorite, but uh, blanking the Jets there and uh, and covering that, that was actually a good result for us there because uh, the Jets were taking money here. Um, so, and then the the Ravens and Jaguars last night, um, tough one. If you if you were a Jags backer in that one, especially if you bet them on the first half line. I mean, they had so many opportunities uh, to score there in the first half and just came up empty, whether it was missed field goals or uh, just the poor clock management, decision-making, play-calling there at the very end of the first half. So, uh, obviously, the Ravens backers got paid there. And uh, the the big game of the day that we all know, the Cowboys and Bills, uh, Bills went off two-and-a-half-point favorites, uh, bet up from a one-point opener to two-and-a-half, and, a half, and um, that was uh, another big big loser for us uh, as a lot of money here on Buffalo. Where did you end up close in the Jet game? Because I, I was of the belief, again, I got conned in this one, that, okay, the, you know, the Jets play well last week. You know, this they're not going to – their defense is good. If they can manage the game, they should be able to stay within a touchdown, especially against this. And now we turn – I think they've been outscored 64 to, to 10 in these games, and they just turn the ball over, go for a fake punt. I mean, where did you close that line? It closed seven, Michael, and I know obviously there was uh, some adjustment there on, on Sunday when Hill was ruled out, but that was that line was falling all week, and the Jets were taking money uh, throughout the week. So, uh, you know, to close seven there from a twelve-point opener, um, it, it was uh, it was very interesting to see the line movement in that one. But obviously, Miami no, no issue there uh, covering all numbers. The the game log for that, if you just like look through it, it's like fumble, punt, 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 negative three oh, yards, negative seven yards. It was just it was yeah. really, really, really rough. Um, here with Thomas Gable, director of the race and sportsbook out there at the Borgata and TG. We see the, the Ravens and San Francisco 49ers both covering in their respective games yesterday, both cementing themselves as top seeds in their respective conferences as well. Now getting ready to go head to head on Christmas. And we're mostly seeing the 49ers laying five points at home in this spot I'm curious for you like with your power ratings what is the gap right now between the 49ers and Ravens what number would you put this if it was on a neutral field all those types of things so I'd make it a three and a half point game on a neutral and San Fran is my highest power rated team I think they're pretty much everybody's highest power rated team at this point Uh, I don't know what to be looking at if you have someone else above them but um, I, I actually have Baltimore uh 
second in my power rating. So, and, and there you, you get the difference at three and a half points on a neutral uh, between one and two. So um, San Fran obviously is, is just head and shoulders above everyone. And right now you're seeing in the market uh, with the game being in San Francisco, we opened this game five. It's now up to five and a half. Uh, pretty much market wide, five and a half, and um, so it'll be interesting to see how this gets bet. But uh, you know, both teams coming off the win uh, yesterday, and uh, you know, Lamar is that guy who's still kind of hanging around in the MVP conversation, uh, trying to ruin Brock Purdy's day. I, I think um, the market has finally caught on that Purdy should be the favorite, and now he is odds-on favorite uh, this morning after after what we saw yesterday. And, um, but, you know, remember, this is a voting award. There's a human element to it. Uh, there's an opinion to it. So, uh, you know, personally, I think Lamar should be considered, but is he, should he be the favorite over Purdy at this point? No, he definitely should. Purdy should be the favorite, uh, Rightfully so, and um, but I think just because you have to hedge a little bit here, because again, it, you have human beings voting on this, and whatever narrative they want to stick to it, and you're always going to hear that. I think just because it's Brock Birdie and, and it's the Niners, oh well, he has Christian McCaffrey, he has Devo, and he has all these weapons that uh, he can throw to. So, um, you know, Purdy should be favored. He is favored right now, but I, I'd still be a little bit careful. TG, tonight, you know, the line was moving all week uh, from from Philly. You know, it opened up four and a half. It went to four, then went to three and a half, and then it went to three. Now we've seemed to settle at three and a half. Is this line movement because of people betting Seattle for you, or is this line movement because some people knew of, of Jalen Hurts' flu-like symptoms and the flu that he's been dealing with? Well, I think there was uh, initially um, some Seattle money that came in, whether it was because they thought Gino was going to go. Um, you saw the report there over the weekend with, with Hertz of being ill and, and traveling separately. Um, and certainly I think it's looking more likely now at this point that he's going to play. Um, so you've seen this line tick back up to three and a half, but really, I mean, you, you take the pick of the four quarterbacks there, Gino and Drew Locke, Mariota and, and, and Jalen Hurts. I mean, you can get a combination of any, any of the above there, um, matching them up. So, uh, three and a half right now is a, um, where it's pretty much sitting, uh, market wide and, uh, total right now at 45, that has come down from the opener of uh, 47. So, um, you know, it, it's really what kind of condition is Jalen going to be in if he does go? Um, I haven't really seen a, an update in the last uh, hour or two on anything out of the Philly camp, but uh, I, I know it was kind of trending. It was looking more likely that, that he is going to go. And then, Michael, I need to ask you here, what is your opinion now with Matt Patricia now calling the plays here for the Philly defense? Well, it, it, that's a really fair question, right? So they're going to have to stay within the system that they run. Uh, New England system and the Vic Fangio system, which Desai runs in, in Philadelphia, is similar. It's, you know, it's, it, it has a lot of carryover terminology, won't be an issue because he's been dealing in it. I think what, what's happened in Philly is there's a lack of confidence. I think you're going to see this not in the play calls, 
but how they adjust the game. What's going on in the game and how do we fix the problems? I think that was the concern last yesterday in Buffalo. Okay, they're running the ball on us. How do we stop their run? And usually good coaches can. Now, maybe the maybe Dallas had the flu and that's why they couldn't quite do it. So I think it's more of an adjustment game, TG. And I think this is typical of Philadelphia because Philly really wants to rely on the power of the organization. They want to be able to use all their assets in a collaborative effort to help the coach. And I think they're trying to help them. They knew that the players saw themselves as more talented than the results on the field. And hopefully Patricia can deliver that for them. We'll see. Uh, Great stuff as always. We're up against it, but appreciate your time, Thomas. Thanks, TG. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah, again, spread three and a half in that game coming up tonight. Um, it does appear, at least according to all the reports I've seen, that despite what Hurts is going through, he's going to try to give it a go tonight. Um, and uh, and that groin injury still lingering with yeah. with Geno Smith, which is just crazy that that injury has taken as long as it has um, for him. We have to step aside here on the Lombardi line, but when we come back, still plenty to get into from week 15 in the NFL. I know we've talked a lot about MVP, but there's another awards market I have some questions about and a number of games year, still to discuss. All year, all year, Michael. We'll be right back on the Lombardi line. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. Customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code Vegas. That's V-E-G-A-S. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that code Vegas. DraftKings, the crown is yours. We are back here live on the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi and Stormy Tony with you. And okay, I have a question and I feel yeah. like I find myself asking you this every week, but it needs to be asked once again. 
Are we sure? Are we sure that DeMar Hamlin is the only choice for comeback player of the year? I know it sounds sacrilegious to even say he died on a football field and they're taking nothing away from what he has done to be able to play the game of football again. It is remarkable, but he is a $7 favorite in this market, Michael. And there are other people that I want to throw money on. I think you're right. I mean, look, if we're going to give him an award and certainly what he did and his ability to come back is you can't. But the comeback player has to really influence the team. You know, and and look, I think Baker Mayfield has had moments where he's hurt the team, but he's helped the team. But he's kind of got his career going back Mm -hmm. a little bit. How good? I don't know. But he certainly is somebody. Joe Flacco. I said this three weeks ago. I mean, Joe Flacco has done more for the Cleveland Browns than actually Deshaun Watson. Like, I bet you if you gave Kevin Stefanski true serum and he had a start a game next year, right? He had a start a game next year, opening day. Who do you think he's going to pick? Yeah, you, Who do you think he's going to pick? You, you have to go with the guy that's actually delivered for you, right? And is- That you can count on that he can actually run plays and do a really good job. So, like, for me, I think you got to certainly look at that. I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying Flacco's better than Watson, but Flacco runs the offense better than Watson. I will say that. I mean, two at 12 to one. Stafford, I think, has been really a consideration. Russ, uh, Aaron Rodgers, 25 to one. Is that comical? Like he's been on the field for four plays. <laughs> and why would you bring him back now? Yeah, that, that offensive line is a. I talked about Kadarius Tony being a liability. The real hazard is that Jets offensive line. It, uh, brutal. You can't do that. It would be, I think they have to make the final decision by Friday of what they're going to go ahead and do with Aaron Rodgers, but that would be, that it would be a Friday, crime. Yeah. That would be criminal right. if Aaron Rodgers, if they put him in a game behind that offensive line, knowing what already happened in, like you said, four plays into his season. So I think that's, that's a no. That's a no for me, dog. Not doing 25 to one. Joe Flacco, to your point, has gone from, a couple weeks ago, 250 to one to 150 to one to 30 to one, 25 to one, now 15 to one. So clearly books are getting some liability that people placed those bets on Joe Flacco, who at 38 years old and being the fourth quarterback for the Browns this year, quick reminder, has 393 yards in three games. He's becoming like a hero in Browns lore right now, has as many passing touchdowns in three games as Deshaun Watson had in his six games, has multiple 300 yard games. Deshaun Watson had none of them and even yesterday even yesterday where he threw multiple interceptions including a pick six he led the game winning drive and would they end up getting a win in that situation what a fun story that's that's been great and i i know that i made the argument for josh dobbs and that that argument crashed and burned fairly quickly i i don't think that some of these other arguments are going to crash and burn though like baker mayfield i think is a great one considering the guy who won the award last year was geno smith and his numbers are projected to be nearly identical with the exception of completion percentage to what we saw from geno smith last year like he could have 30 touchdowns and 10 interceptions and 4200 yards this year you know but let, let's fo- let's focus on flacco for a second he goes into this game, and I liked and I liked the Bears in the game, and, and I end up pushing on Russo. Somehow Russo got three and a half with Minnesota, and I only got three with Chicago. I don't know how that works. It's funny anyway, how that happens. <laughs> it's funny how that happens. I'm going to have to get a, 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 a hearing on that. <laughs> However, that being said, I mean, Flacco's playing. The reason I like Chicago, and, and as I played it back in my mind today, was I right with the pick? Was I wrong? I was wrong with the handicap. Why? Because what I didn't really take into account was how good Schwartz was going to be able to destroy the Bears' offense. Because when you break the game down, 
you know, yes, the Browns won 20 to 17, but the 14 points that the Bears got were really basically because Flacco threw, not only did he throw interceptions, he threw a, a pick six and, a, and a, the ball got to the one yard line. When you watch Flacco with a bunch of bad offensive linemen in front of him, and I was counting on those bad offensive linemen not having an impact. Like what this Bears did to the, the Browns defense, I expected. I just thought there would be a little bit more offensive football out of Chicago. Four for 18 on third down, can't convert third and one, can't convert third and two. And if you are Ryan, Ryan Poles and you are Matt Eberflus, whether you can keep your jobs or not, but if you're Kevin Warren, that tape right there tells you why you're going to have to trade the quarterback, trade fields, and sign and draft one because that tape is an is an indication that you can't win in the fourth quarter. Mm. And Flacco, for all his mistakes, made the plays in the fourth quarter. I mean, think about it, Stormy. He's got 939 yards passing already in three games. Watson only has 1,106 games. Like this Browns team has the ability to throw the football, something that they didn't have with Watson. Now he turns it over. I get that. You know, I get that. They've created seven turnovers with their defense the last two weeks. They've created six with their offense. But but even though he turns it over, he keeps them in play. And he gives them a chance to get back in the game and win it. Yeah, they're winning ugly, but they're winning, to your point. Improved to 9-5 and five now on the season. And, and this is a Bears defense that has been really good at turning over the football, too, recently. Like, I want to give them credit yeah. for that. They have, what is it? Uh, it was 14 turnovers in the last four weeks for them that that Chicago Bears defense has forced. But I just cannot believe the way that they gave up that lead again. You have a 17-7 to lead in the fourth. It's the third game this season. The Bears have had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, and they lose. Tied for the most in a season in NFL history. History. So it goes from, from bad and Why to worse. do you think that is, Stormy? Why do you think? Because they can't get any plays in the fourth quarter. They can't make a play in the fourth quarter, mm. right? They can't get anything. I mean, he can't. Look, the game of football is simple, right? We're going to be able, we have to, when you're really good, you got to throw the ball when we know we're going to throw it. You got to stop the run when we know we got to stop the run. And you've got to run the ball when you know we're going to run it. And we, you know, and, and the same thing with the pass. You got to stop the pass when we know they're going to. That's what the Bears can't do. When everybody knows they need to get a first down and you take away the quarterback drops and you pressure the quarterback, he doesn't have – there's no passing game. I don't know what D.J. Moore's talking about. If that's the best quarterback D.J. Moore's ever played with, I have no idea what he's talking about. God help And I'm not a Justin Fields hater, but here's the real question. It isn't is Fields good enough. Is Are you going to pay Fields $50 Because if Daniel Jones gets 40, Fields isn't taking less than 50. Now – so why not trade them, draft a cheaper player who, who is going to be better and you can run an offense? Mm. I mean, the Bears on, four, on third and short were a disaster. The, the, and everybody said, well, they called bad plays. I would like some of these analytical people who criticize the play call to call plays for fields. Like, why don't you take over the play calling? Like, what are you going to – you're going against an elite defensive coordinator in Schwartz who makes you play left-handed. What are you going to call? They made a great call on that third on the fourth down play. That was a great call. He stumbled.
Fields does a lot of good things, but you're right. You can't you can't pay him. You can't trust in what you're going to get from him on a consistent basis. And for as much talk as we thought maybe Eberflus could do enough down the stretch here to save his job as well, I I'm not so sure about that. If things continue to trend in this direction, that that fourth quarter stat I think is really really telling. And you talk yeah. about their challenge to be able to get first downs in situations. To go back to Baker Mayfield, they were moving the chains at will, whatever they wanted against the Packers yesterday. And how, how bad now, by the way? just to tie all this together how bad after what we saw from the Giants yesterday does that make the Packers loss I, I just oh. it's all just very oh, very stormy. frustrating just, in the NFL. to me let me just ask you this question if Matt LaFleur would have identified a problem with his team this offseason and said we're just not good enough on defense instead of not wanting confrontation not wanting to not wanting to make a change and he hires Jim Schwartz to be his defensive coordinator or he hires Brian Flores to be his defensive coordinator he stayed with Joe Barry and Joe Barry's killing him. I mean, Joe Barry is kill. I mean, that game like yesterday, losing to Baker Mayfield the way they did, when Atlanta stopped Baker Mayfield like it was no problem. He had one drive in the game. Baker Mayfield the past two games were terrible. They were just horrible. And yet they let that go. I mean, go back to Fields. Fields is eight and twenty-seven straight up as a starter. Eight and twenty-seven. He ranks 94th out of 96 quarterbacks in terms of profit margin since he's entered the league. Mac Jones is worse, Carr, and then Fields. Think about that. I mean, this is, look, I, one thing I've learned about working in a betting network is that these numbers tell you a little bit of a story, too. You just can't say, well, he's going to be better. No, he doesn't win games, and they can't win the fourth quarter. I mean, they go, they lose it on downs. They punt, 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 and then he throws. And you know, now look, you said it. Would, would if he caught the hail mary, would that have made better? Look, no, it was, because it was right in his hands, it, though. That was bad. It was bad, but I mean, it doesn't take away that they couldn't move the ball. I was trying to make some excuse. I was trying to plan some excuses for for Mooney in that spot. Like, ah, uh, the momentum of his body was kind of moving backwards. It's tough, but you see, hits his hand, hits his hand out of his hand. Oh, he had How a chance was, to catch uh, it. It was just so hug bad. it. Just, just yeah, just bring it to your chest. Come on, man. Uh, we got to step aside. Hour two on the way with the Lombardi line. We'll be right back. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.